You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 228 of East St. Joanna's favorite podcast. Jeremiah Morrill here today, joined by my forever co-host, Dakota Davis, and uh, producer slash video producer slash guest host slash racing analyst uh, slash therapist, Zach Bertram. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> therapist. I've Today's episode features the three of us, and this is a show that was prepared by Jeremiah Morrill, so today we're going to be talking about <laughs> sports and daylight savings time, <laughs> two of his favorite topics. <laughs> hey, listen. Especially that I, race in sports. First, first of all, uh, we, we put this show together in about eight hours, and if you look at the group chat, it is very one-sided. I yeah. didn't really get a lot of feedback. I've been really busy this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've been well. First of all, I drove. Uh, I drove for today. four hours today, and I puked once during the work day. And yet, I'm, I'm yeah. magically here. You've got you've got nine good fingers and one that's six times normal size. We discovered that during Patreon. Yeah, I. So up until today, I was going through the week w- with this show. We had a guest possibly two planned mm-hmm. and i knew that it was going to be a show where i didn't know anything you were going to do a lot of heavy lifting i didn't do anything and it was, i was basically just going to sit here <laughs> i knew that that was going to be the case so I, it was just like whatever i did think about it yesterday i'm like it is strange for jeremiah to not have set up a group chat yet the day before and then you set up the group chat and mm-hmm. he's like oh, okay and then we found out that our guest wasn't going to be able to make it. He had something way more important than this, like legitimately <laughs> way more important than this to do. He'll be here next week. And he was rescheduled and that's fine, whatever. And then it was like, well, now what are we going to talk about? <laughs> but Audrey had to go get groceries after I got home from work. So that was a little bit of a tight. I'm like, I don't have any time to work on show notes whenever I'm hanging out with Jackson because now the weather's been nice and we've been you know, doing stuff in the yard and things. And is now for the, like the past week, whenever I get home from work, Jackson just like brings me his shoes and just assumes it's time to go outside and do stuff. Well, we're going to talk about it in a little while. <sighs> Government's going to kill that shortly next week. Yep. That won't happen. No, not it's for over me. just for you. It's going to be dead. Ugh. There's still the, those of us that get home around three o'clock every day. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh, but you'll always learn. We hope you'll always learn something new. We just did 21 minutes of fantastic Patreon radio. It's in the can. It'll be in the feed shortly. 
Patreon.com slash BossHogOfLiberty or just BossHogOfLiberty.com. That's where you can go to support the show every month. Uh, we give you all kinds of different bonus stuff. We give you a, an extra episode every week before we record the free episode. We give you show notes before the show that has all of the links that we reference throughout the program tonight. And we also occasionally send you goodies. You get access to a Facebook group where Anthony Meyer posts some fire and dank memes. And if you get donate at $50 or more a month, then we give you a shout out at the front of every episode. Those folks are Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, Anthony Meyer, and Fiddler's Green Cigar Company. Thank you to those folks. And then we also have merchandise, tchip.com slash bho1234 or mug. We need to update one of those shirts. It's got some old names on it. You were, you were giving Christy some hell today. Over having a mug with old cast members. No, I was given uh, that was Andrew. Oh, that was Andrew. Yeah. Uh, see how much Andrew. I pay attention. Yeah. I was. I was once again. I was on the struggle bus all day today. <laughs> Me and Mister Migraine have been battling. Yeah, that was Andrew. Andrew has a, a like porcelain mug that a while ago we sent uh, stickers of all of our faces. Yes. To the Patreon members that were like cartoonified and. Uh, Andrew had taken those and put those on a porcelain mug, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you you own two other cups <laughs> that my wife makes now. She they own two. She also makes like mug mugs, like Steins. And, and uh, you know, here's a little secret. She's got she's in the process of switching suppliers, so her prices may go down a tad bit, like slightly." It's not that much cheaper. Is there an everything must go liquidation sale on the old crap? Of course. There's Mention a, she's always product code boss hog. Uh, with the new supplier, what, the biggest reason that she went to them, the price was only like a few cents cheaper. But anyway, I'm not going to stick on the prices. It was she a just logistical absor- challenge. She just absorbed that. That's future inflation to take into account. It could be. But, you know. Never apologize for profits. She works hard. Um, Never apologize. But one Dakota. of the biggest reasons was like some of the cup sizes are more friendly, like these, like that won't fit in your cup holder. This hopefully will fit in my cup holder. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. Well, some of them, they don't fit. This fits so in the, the cup holder in the do. terrain. This fits in the Tahoe cup holder. Wow. This goes that. everywhere. It's got a nice uh, thinned out. It's about like a big McDonald's I mean, styrofoam yeah. cup. That's what it's for. Yeah. And then the, she's also got um, like taller mugs. So they, they're called camping mugs and they're like a 24 ounce mug. Uh, it's like this big around, like a little bit bigger than a can, and it's got a handle on the side that makes it a mug. They're pretty cool. So I can fit nearly a half, a little over a half pot of coffee in this in the morning. It's great. That's a big cup. Then I top it off one more time at work, and you know, I wonder. I wonder if that's the same supplier that she had been using. I don't know. I don't know. They take a beating. It's it's hit the ground about seventeen times. If you look at the bottom, it's surprising that it's held up. This is it's a daily cup, and it looks it looks just fine. One thing that my wife has done super well is spent hours of research into what like material she's going to use because she's in these craft groups and things, and she uh, follows this lady on Patreon that teach it like does tutorials and teaches you how to do the stuff. And she sees all the time people who like they have gotten cups returned to them because someone dropped it on the ground and then all the epoxy just shatters off. Yeah. And I'm like, I have dropped the cups that you've made me on concrete and asphalt. Like, yeah, mine's taken dozens of times. This has taken many tumbles and it's done. It's done great. So, all right. Well, with that, I think there's a, a link in the chat, or if you jump on BossHuckleLiberty.com for the uh, for the T-Chimp stores, all of the uh, T-Chip stores, everything that's out there. Uh, get yourself some merch. 
support the show and, and, and show it off. It's hoodie season. Get yourself a hoodie. It's one of my favorite things we have is my long sleeve shirt. And I, I know I've seen a few of the, uh, the gray hoodies running around as well. Also, I, I want to point out at the beginning of the show, I'm not double fisting alcohol. <laughs> one of these is coffee and the other one's a beer. <laughs> you need something. It's just regular with, coffee. You need something with whiskey. vodka so you can dip your, dip your disgusting thumb in sanitizer. I can't really extend it all the way. <laughs> and the feeling in the tip's gone. I'm going to go get my, my knife out of the car. And we're going to torch it surgery. and we're going to do a surgery right here on the show. I've got a, I've done veterinary medicine before. We can, we can save that thumb. It's pretty painful. So there's news. There is news. Breaking news. Boss hog patron. Yes. Betsy Mills friend. Very much. Very close go. friend of the show. She, uh, she's going to be running to replace Tom Saunders. She's officially announced. We've, we've kind of thought and that might be coming, but it's official news. Uh, we've been talking about the new district. It's being redistricted. It's pretty much all of Henry County, less a township or two. Rush County, portions of Shelby and Hancock County. And uh, big uh, big news release went out. It's in all the local papers, the Newcastle paper, the uh, the Rushville Republican, the uh, the Shelby News had it. And big old Yahoo.com picked it up. That's the link that we put in Patreon. So uh, it's going to be exciting. We've heard right, it sounds like uh, she's running. We've uh, we, maybe there's uh, maybe there's another Republican or two. I think we know that uh, Commissioner. Uh, why, why is my brain broken? Bobby Plummer. Bobby Plummer. Plummer. All right, it's the migraine today, guys. I'm 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 running on seventy percent. Uh, Commissioner Plummer is running. So uh, got a couple ladies running for state rep. That's kind of cool. Haven't heard any names from the other counties as well, but it's going to be uh, going to be a big deal. Likely a Republican hold. So, you know, who wins the primary is very, very likely going to be the uh, the state rep in the race. But uh, but an exciting time. I tried to get Betsy on. I said, hey, uh, you know, we want to have you on the show. Uh, we I offered up the 18th and I offered up the 11th and then then 20 minutes later, I'm like, you know what? You can't have the 11th. I just took that away from you. I said, <laughs> I said, you can come tonight if you want to. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm double booked. I said, that's going to be your life for a while. But I said, you're going to be double booked. And it's just the way it's going to go. Uh, but uh, we'll have her on probably after after the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, we've got uh, the show is going to be dark for, th- for Thanksgiving. Obviously, you guys don't want to be eating turkey and watching boss hog you can just watch a replay uh you can there's probably seven or eight episodes that i've bitched about daylight saving time so just pick any of your favorites of that episode 200 is a highlight go back to 200 <laughs> highlight low light it's something yeah it's reintroduce something. yourself to danny uh yeah episode 200 is a uh it's a landmark episode um that's for sure <laughs> I'm we'll excited see. for Betsy we'll to see. run but the um, 18th they have council so they've got, once again we don't want uh, anybody skipping out on the county council meeting I'm excited for Betsy to run. I think that she would make a great state representative. I when I th- pitched in fifty dollars to her her campaign because I think that it's well deserved. I'm excited for her run, and I I really genuinely hope that she not only wins the primary but she actually gets the chance to go to the state house because I think she would actually do a really good job. Oh yeah, I think she'd be. She'd, I think she'd be great. Betsy's great in any role she chooses. I've always been a big fan of her, and I think she'll uh, if if uh, she's successfully elected, I think she'll represent uh, represent our area very well. Okay, daylight saving daylight savings daylight time. savings time. Nineteen states want to make it permanent. You said yes, and that means you want to be on the time we're on now. Yes, on time. fast time all the time. Nineteen states have done this. Dakota have said they they don't have the authority to do it themselves. That's not the way it works. Right. But 19 states have requested or passed a uh, uh, 
I guess you'd call it a resolution to say, hey, let's uh, let's stick on this USA Today story. Doug Rice or Doyle Rice, rather. Doug Rice is a NASCAR announcer. Um, hey, it wants me to subscribe to the website as I'm trying to uh, to roll through here. Just this uh, just this year, six states have jumped in saying that they want to make daylight saving time uh, the case all year long. Uh, 19 states, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Minnesota, Montana, Idaho, Louisiana, Iowa, not Iowa, Ohio, South Carolina, Utah, Wyoming, Arkansas, Delaware, Maine, Oregon, Tennessee, Washington, Florida, and California all say we're tired of moving our clocks back and forth. Let's just stay on fast time all the time. The thing that drives me nuts is that people, people will complain about it on both ends and they want it both ways. They just, they, they live too far north. Because you say you have people complaining in the morning that there's not enough daylight and the kids are getting on the on the bus in the dark, mm-hmm. and then they're going to complain that it's too dark in the evening too. And you can't. There's only so many hours, so you have to decide: mm-hmm. Are you going to jump your clocks? You're not going to jump your clocks. And if you're if you're going to go on fast time, then that gets you more time in the evening. If you have it in the morning, then I guess. I've always said it doesn't bother me that much because year round. I mean, I, I'm waking up. My alarm set is set to go up at four twenty every day. So it's going to be dark no matter what, whenever I wake up and I get home at like 10 after three. So it's going to be light whenever I come home, no matter what. And, uh, yeah, but do you want two hours up, of daylight or three hours of daylight? Because I wake up at four twenty, I, uh, turn in pretty early. You know, I'm, I try to be, I try to turn on. You're not, you're not going to bed at five fifteen, Dakota. No. That's what I was going to say. It's like a mildly annoying thing, but it's not enough for me to like every year get riled up about like some other people I know. But whenever we had to move the clocks forward this year, that sucked with Jackson. It stinks with kid because they're like, oh, you get an extra hour of sleep this weekend. Nobody with kids or dogs or anything (laughs) like they don't know and they don't care. I don't. The wintertime's rough. I am not a big fan of it in the summer. I'm not a big fan of trying to put my kid to bed and it's still daylight. Yeah. Like by a lot. Yeah. Like it's, it's still like, like the sun is still like blasting. Yes. You could like mow your, you could be mowing your yard at nine nine o'clock and I'm like, that's dumb. Yeah. And so, so should they be reversed? Should fast time be, uh, in the fall through the winter and slow time be in the summer? I think that that would work best. It might. I I know in the summer I think it's done with the wrong. We shouldn't be on the same time zone as the East Coast because we're not the East Coast. We're many hours from the East Coast, and their time zone makes sense for them. It gets dark in the summertime there at a reasonable hour, but the changing the clocks is, is I'm not a fan because it's just you don't. And I was less of a fan. I wasn't a fan before, and then I had kids. It's really not a fan. My kids are going to wake up at six fifteen on Sunday morning, <laughs> and they're going to be ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, Jackson's going to wake up at like 5.30. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, they don't care. Does it happen Sunday morning or is it Monday morning? Sunday morning. They can't do it on a Monday. Yeah. That's it's always right. been, it's there's always a race that's this weekend, and that's always remember, because in theory, I would get an extra hour of recovery, sleep, but no race this weekend, so. The part that's going to be hilarious is the amnesia of everybody acting like they've never done this before. And I've looked. We've been doing this date, this clock change since 2006. I still don't like it. 17 years. Still less than half my life. 
Dakota was six years old when we started. This is, as far as Dakota's concerned, this has always happened. He was the little kid that was waking up at the weird time mm-hmm. when we started doing this. Poor Jeff and Don had to train Dakota. On. I was not six years old in 2006. I was not born in the year 2000. <laughs> it's just easier to round up. Okay. Yeah. Dakota was barely 10. rounding. Dakota was 10. It's the same thing. I, I learned in the second grade that a six and up goes to 10. What grade would I have been in? Third grade. How many I graduated in 2014. Then what's 14 minus six? 14 minus six is, I don't know. <laughs> is that eight? Yeah, that's eight. Yeah. Take 12 minus eight. So 12 minus eight is four. Third or fourth I grade. I was in fourth grade. Third or fourth grade. I was in fourth grade. We just did the math. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it could be either way. Sure. Probably. But then I was in Mr. Spring. Jeffrey's class then. But no, you, here, here's your problem. You need to back it up. A, you no, need to back it up. Grade. You need to back it up. This is before your birthday. Who knows? I'm, not, yeah, I, I'm school know. school age math. Is, I, don't, I have to have a hard time. You take out. the year you graduated, but that's the year after we're talking about. Because it would have been November of... Uh, I can't remember any of that stuff except for oh, yeah. marching band. I can reference what year I was during certain field shows. I know what year that field show was. That's, that's how I base uh, school years and age reference because it's a little different for everybody i've my group of friends we've got one friend who will turn 40 in a couple of months i just turned 39 and we have another friend who's still 37 and we all graduated together and he won't turn 38 i think until like april 2006 was the year the uh, the colts Won the Super Bowl. That was their season. Yeah. They actually won it in 2007, but it was uh, that was the year they that was their run. The big I remember year. that. So November of 2006, that would have been like right about now, would have been when they got absolutely shellacked by the Jaguars, and they ran for like 250 yards against the team, and they fig- finally figured it out and started. Uh, they got it turned around, went on to win. So we'll see. I don't know. It's just. Same old crap. I'm I'm tired. I, I agree with everybody. I'm I'm done changing the clocks, but I just want to be on fast time all the time and be done with it. And I'm glad that 19 other states are on board. Marco Rubio. I'm all of a sudden a huge Rubio supporter. He's he's all for it in Florida. He's leading the charge. I think I'm sticking with my idea of reversing it. Being on fast, <laughs> one guy. Fast time. We're on the, the wrong winter. time in the summer. We are fast time in the, the winter. Slow time in the summer. That's how I want to be. I think that I think that Zach had some. I think he was on because we are on the wrong. You can't yeah. do drive-in movies here in the summertime because the sun doesn't go down. You can't start the movie until like ten thirty. I think that was what killed our local drive-in movie. I, oh, I, it, yeah, I, I think that was the problem. That was the ultimate. It's good for golf courses. Terrible, terrible for yeah. uh, for drive-in. Movies. People were complaining. Why well, isn't the drive-in movie? I was like, have you looked to see what time sunset is? Because like, it was like, like one in the morning when the second movie was over. Yeah, well, like it, it was one one thirty in the morning. Everything gets damp. About if that didn't midnight. kill him, then uh, Brandon would have by now anyway, because no one could afford to drive there. It was ours is right outside of town. You could walk to ours. <laughs> He's just he's just trying to, to move segwaying. the show along. I'm he's segwaying. losing his thumb. It's a trophying as we're going along. Can I go get the knife and we cut that thing open? I have a knife in my pocket. Let's go. Let me have it. <laughs> no, let me have it. I'll finish it. my beer and we'll cut your thumb open. I'm going to the doctor Monday. <laughs> he's gonna need a he's gonna need a sick day Monday uh, Monday for for surgery. It's gonna be too late. They're gonna take the whole. If you, if we do it now, you might lose it above the knuckle. You you wait till Monday. We're gonna lose it at the at the hand. If I just put a rubber band around it this weekend. 
well, then you'll definitely lose it from the rubber band on. According to Jeremiah, it's either nub or no nub. Depends right. on how fast you act. Do you want to be able to do fractions or just be down to digits? <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Dakota gives it a nine and a I half. I already bench pressed with the suicide grip, so it's not like I need my thumb anyway. <laughs> All right. So daylight saving time, it's going to happen, uh, which which is one of the reasons why camping is officially dead for the year. That, that's 27 degrees in the morning. Here's my question. One would think, is it really daylight savings time if it's your permanent time zone? You're just changing your time zone. We're just on fast time at that point. Yeah. You're changing your time zone. We There's no easy. fast or slow. It's just time. Right. Permanent daylight savings. Yeah, is that getting all philosophical? I mean, just literally, if you don't ever change your clock, you're, there is you're, no fast or slow. There's only time. You're, yeah, you're just changing your time zone. It's perfect. We're gonna we're gonna go. We should just be like China and have one time zone. Mm. Everybody's just SOL. <laughs> it's four o'clock at sunset. Bummer for you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's that way in Tennessee right now. Anyway, <laughs> or it? after Sunday. Yeah, depends upon where you are. That's the deal. Where my family is, it eastern, is. I remember eastern going Tennessee, down there for my, Knoxville's on Eastern, and I believe uh, Nashville's on Central. We would always go down there for Thanksgiving, and it would be like 4.30, and it was like the sky's purple and dusky, and it was like, what time is if you <laughs> If you bitch too much about daylight saving time, but then you're mad that it's dark, too, it's dark in the morning and it's dark at night, it's because you live too far north. You just need to move to Miami, because mm. that's the way it works. Yeah. The further north you go, the less sunlight you get. Jeremiah, why is gas four or three forty five a gallon today? I don't know. It sucked. I, I was driving home from Indianapolis yesterday, and I was going to get gas in Greenfield. My little my little gas app said it was three sixteen or something. I'm like, that's fine. I'm going to have a pee break here, and I'm going to gas for three forty five. And I'm like, the hell, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not paying that. I get back to Newcastle, and every station in Newcastle is three forty. There's one station that's dropped back into the three thirties. Yeah, the the Conoco here in town. And this morning I got it. I was I was heading to southern Indiana. Spiceland hadn't caught up with the times, and I got it for like 3.15 this morning in Spiceland, which was good. But it's uh, apparently I, – I scavenged the internet all day today, worried about this. Usually there's off. something. like somebody. And there's like a story of, hey, this is what's happened, or this is why it went up 30 cents today. I don't know if everybody in the media is too busy worrying about uh, the Colts and Jets tonight or what the deal is, but there's nobody that's like, hey, Indiana – your gas prices went up to three forty-five because Speedway said it was going to go. Like it, it, there was no reason, no explanation. There was a story from like a week ago when it was the f- highest it's been in seven years, and they basically said, "Yeah, demand's almost back to where it normally is, but supply is not there yet." How much heads up do they need on supply? I mean, I guess it's, it could be a it's another supply issue, but most of that stuff moves around by like pipeline, doesn't it? The place to place. I guess it's uh, I mean, it, it depends upon where you're at in the country, yeah, but where the refinery you know, like it, I think a lot of our stuff comes out of whiting, the BP whiting refinery in Northern Indiana up in, in Chicagoland. Um, it's just, it, I know that they were changing. Yeah. Bill Lowry 309 yesterday, 345 today. Exactly. There's um, a switch to winter mix. That yeah. And I, it, it, which seasonally happens, but that's not a surprise either. No. So I, and it's not like they can't use the I summer said, mix still. You guys a picture the other day of whenever I filled up my work truck and I bought 36 gallons of diesel fuel and it would cost me, not me. Uh, I was going to say, was yeah. this out of your pocket, D squared? It cost uh, $135.79. And I fill up my tank like twice a week. I was kicking around the idea. <laughs> I've been kicking around that the idea of switching over to a diesel truck because it'll... You know, it's going to get me 30 some miles per gallon and I won't have to 
you know, have two, two extra vehicles, one for the camper and one for, one for work. And then. Unless it's loaded <laughs> down, has a bucket on the back and then you get about four and a half. Miles right. Right. Well, it's a, a rolling house. When you're, when you're <laughs> towing or actually With, using it, you're not going to get that. But I was, I've, I've been going like, God dang, it sucks. Cause gas was like three bucks a gallon and diesel's three ninety nine. Well, now all of a sudden they're, the spread's like 10%, yeah. right? Three, three forty five versus three ninety. But the amount the of hauling difference? you do, it might work out. Yeah. Because I'm sure that your fuel economy is tanked at that four and a half miles per gallon on your Tahoe. Uh, it's like seven tank. or eight. Yeah. I, I've got a 20. I'm comfortable going 180 miles with the Tahoe pulling on my 28 gallon That's tank. That's so short. Yeah. Uh, so I, short. I can get like yeah, 230, 240. I'm comfortable my, at 180. My work truck, the, that 36 gallons that I got will last about 280. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> and this is 2017. This is not you, an old vehicle. You, you, your trucks. Do you run with the emergency brake on, buddy? You, there's a little lever you can pull. I'll tell you what? I'll do it. It'd be interesting to see how fast Dakota's truck goes electric. Those kinds of trucks. That's a perfect truck to go electric. Yeah. The uh, the weight you can weigh it down with some batteries. And it needs all the umph off the line. Uh, the That's utility companies are all. Yeah, not they're working with. Um, I know that the company that I work for is is working with a few different vehicle manufacturers on trying to figure out battery technology for utility. Vehicles. Yeah. Because that's perfect. Yeah. You don't need that many miles. You just, you get to your next spot and you just plug it in anyway. You got electricity wherever you're yeah, at. He just, he just literally just <laughs> hooked jumper cables to the line, just mooch some lines. Just, that's the yeah, most alligator clips. Most dangerous part of his Rapid job. Rapid charge it with 400 volts. It <laughs> <laughs> starts smoking. Hey, if it oh, works, it works. Shoot. So yeah, gas, uh, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not much for the let's go Brandon crap and they putting the stickers on the pumps that say, you know, Biden did this or all that, whatever the hell it is. It's a very complex issue, but we're just seeing a lot of the effects from the pandemic right now. Yeah. But I, I will, I will say things to the domino effect to catch up. The biggest gripe I've had about Biden since the, since he came along was the killing the pipeline. Yeah, that Day certainly one, didn't help. That was, and I think that that spike gas prices that started the the ramp up that we've had. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I don't, I don't like when when somebody kills a project that's already approved. It's not quite fair, especially to something the, that's to the investors in it for the American people. We're still using oil. Yeah, like yeah. it's not going anywhere real fast. Why? Why wouldn't we want to uh, do everything we can to? become more independent. If anything that 2020 taught us, it's that America has a real problem of not being more independent from the rest of the world. It's because we are uh, learning that still with the supply chain issues. There are people that think that the higher gas and oil prices are the faster that we'll switch over to electric and the faster we'll uh, cure ourselves of our oil addiction. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the logic. So in their mind, 
you know, the policy should do whatever we can those to get are that, also those prices to eight ten dollars a gallon. Jets to the climate summits, right? They don't actually care. <laughs> it's a there facade. Are, there they are don't policy care. makers no who cares. think it needs to be eight or ten dollars a gallon. If the you think that any of these people give a damn about the climate or about you or your kids or your future, then you're fooling yourself. Then you're dumb. That's just the truth. They don't care. They care about their money and they care about their family's money. And that's legitimately it. Once you get to those upper levels, there's not, it's like what, uh, it's like that Stalin quote whenever he said that one death is a tragedy and a million deaths is a statistic. Whenever you are in a leadership position of million, hundreds of millions of people, then there is no actual personal connection to any kind of constituent. It's impossible to care. Like, think, whenever your brain is thinking about the cosmos, when you hear Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about the universe and the ever-expanding universe and the billions of galaxies and infinite numbers, your brain is just like... I'm done. Like, I can't follow any of that. There's, we, our brains aren't meant to follow all these big numbers. So whenever Biden or uh, members of the Senate Transportation Committee or Pete Buttigieg, whoever is hearing, uh, this is a, impacting, you know, how many millions of Americans or hundreds of thousands you of Americans. You think Pete Buttigieg is already really out of care. touch? They don't know. Yes, they're all you out of touch. You, you think Pete Buttigieg is already out of touch? This is the major problem. This is why you don't politics think he knows how much, to be local. How much it's, milk is? It's like, I don't think that he's gotten to the point of like Hillary Clinton whenever she walked into that uh, middle class family's apartment. Uh, remember in 2016? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're that, talking about. That look of shock and horror on her face. Like how people these people live. live like this and like it was actually a decent apartment. Yeah. I don't think that Pete's gotten to that point, but maybe he has. I mean, him and his husband have taken how many months off of work now, and neither one of them actually gave birth to a baby. I, I mean, so maybe he is a little bit out of touch. And who's paying for that paternity leave? Are we still paying that? Or, like, is he doing his job over Zoom? I'm sure you, most of his job could probably want, be done on Teams meetings anyway. Do you want so it doesn't government really, really working anyway? It's better when they're just loafing. I would rather no. I would rather him do a job that we pay him for. <laughs> Jeez. All I'm saying is that the next time you have you have the chance to interview one of the, uh, the 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 limousine liberal jet folks, if you you need to ask them how much a gallon of milk is, and if they give you it, if they tell you if a dollar fifty at Aldi and four bucks at the convenience store, then they know they know life. But if they if they just look at you glazed over, they have no clue. Yeah. Like uh or or sorry, I was I was thinking of a uh, Bluth. What's her name? Whenever she's talking to Michael Bluth. What's the mom's Lindsay? name? No, the mom. Oh, uh, God. I can't. She's think dead her. now. Thanks for reminding yeah, me. Is. What? No. <laughs> oh, God. No. Uh, crap. Efforting. Efforting. Yeah, you got to. The story's not going to make sense if you're. Yeah, I have no idea who you're talking about. It's from uh, Arrested Development. Drum roll, please. Everybody's yelling it in their car. Mm-hmm. It's not Tobias. It's not Job. It's Lucille. Lucille. Yeah, Lucille Bluth. Whenever Lucille is talking to Michael about the banana stand, and she said, Michael, it's one banana. How much could it cost? $10? <laughs> that, was, that was Hillary Clinton walking into the middle class family's apartment. There's always money in the banana stand. Just remember, if you take, this is government for you. If you take a dollar, if you take a dollar, you have to throw away a banana. Then it all comes out even. Bowman wants to know why I triggered you. Uh, 
He's he's delirious, folks. It's he's got a thumb that's going to fall off at any moment. Hold the, hold your thumbs up to the camera so they can get one last look at them. His on uh, camera left. His his right thumb is is very questionable at this point. I'm I'm concerned. Yeah, right. it's, no, it's my right thumb that's bad. Camera left, right thumb. Camera left. Yep. NFL player Henry, former NFL player Henry Ruggs. Have you ever heard of this guy? Do you have any idea about this story before I put it in the no- notes today? Did it make it through the Dakota Davis? Yeah, my coworkers were talking about it over some coffee this morning. All right, what do you think? What do you think? Set it up for I me. Didn't Tell me see what you the think. 156 mile per hour. Uh, what I heard 156, was 156, 157. What I heard that Mr. Ruggs was uh, a rookie, mm, first, second year, sure. And he was very highly favored. They thought that he was going to go really far in his career. These He's are like all a, things that I heard. Yep, These like, are all, like the 12th draft pick in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I don't know any of these things. People were just telling me them. They could have been embellishing. I don't follow football. And Mr. Ruggs, he was... It's not really a football story. It's a human interest story at this point. He's living high on life, playing for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's going to be balling, millionaire. Making four four million bucks a year. And then he pulls the Caitlyn Jenner and just plows somebody and kills him. What I heard. Caitlyn Jenner is an accomplished race car driver. I'm not sure that I would... I'm not sure I would say I pulled a Caitlyn Jenner, but okay. Okay, I mean Caitlyn. Well, it wasn't Caitlyn. <laughs> uh, it was before Caitlyn. You're going to get us in trouble. Go on. I said before Caitlyn. Bruce. It was before Caitlyn transitioned. Bruce. There we go. Uh, yeah, remember whenever uh, Caitlyn Jenner smoked that that lady in California and I killed her. Remember that? Yeah. And then all of a sudden she announces she's trans, and that, like no one ever talked about it again. She didn't get any charges or anything for that. The same that that happens to people like this guy. I'm being drunk, doing twice the legal limit in his Corvette in a residential neighborhood. Yeah, twice the legal limit, hundred and fifty-six miles an hour <laughs> with his girlfriend in the car. He got it down to like hundred and twenty something before he hit the car. Three thirty-nine in the morning. Did it say what kind of car it was? Corvette. He was in a Corvette. He hit a Toyota Rav Four uh, at three thirty-nine in the morning. It's unrecognizable. The cars because oh, it caught fire. It's like a bullet. That's insanely fast to be just going on a like a residential street. Yeah, it was bad, very bad. Was he drunk or high? Drunk, drunk. Twice yeah, the limit. Twice the limit on yeah, the drink. Oh, not, I not thought the speed. No, the speed. I thought the speed. The speed he was exponentially. That was like, also like well, it was a, probably a forty mile. I thought an hour you were street. saying that the speed was twice the no, limit. No. I'm like, what? Yeah, I want to go to a residential was, neighborhood like, with, with a seventy five mile an hour speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, 180, 127 miles an hour when the uh, the airbags deployed. One fifty six, two and a half seconds before impact. The uh, the judge is like, "There's no way in hell we understand how this happened." He got drunk at Top Golf, and then was leaving. He had a gun Vegas, in his car he, too. But we don't. Yeah, worry. that might be. I saw it's you're in Las Vegas, and you're a known millionaire. I'd have a gun with me too. And you're driving. You know, what I would do to be safe. I'd be home at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's during the season, right? That's yeah, it's, it's a terrible season. decision Why are you to top make. Golf at three thirty in the morning. Who's doing that? Who's Let's, closing down Top Golf? It's Vegas, right? So here's the here's the rub on Las Vegas and why the NFL just finally brought a team there. They have they have a nightlife that's unbelievable. Mm. They have more distractions available than any other place in the United States, and more distractions than anywhere in North America. 
and the NFL has been very gambling averse yeah. for a long time. That's obviously lightened up in the last few years where now they're starting to take the money from, from the gambling how well world. the UFC was doing out there. Well, and they, I bet there are a lot of people that watch and they're, they're getting like NFL red zone and they're paying for the full NFL packages because they have fantasy teams and they need to be able to follow more than their local team. So the, the rub on Vegas is that it's a party city and you can't have an NFL team and these players there because they're going to get in a 22 year old multimillionaire, 22 year million. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> in a city that never sleeps, and NFL there's always teams, trouble to get into NFL players do better in a green Bay or in Indianapolis or a St. Louis or, you know, Chicago and eh, not Chicago as much, but you know, Cleveland, Cincinnati, at least Chicago during the winter time is cold. So there's like not, yeah, I mean, there's, there's probably less movement, human movement around Chicago necessarily. There's probably some clubs and stuff. But Vegas, most cities like shut down at some point in the night, like clubs close down, bars close down. Vegas is it never ends. Never ends. Yeah. No clocks, no windows. So the NHL located a team there about a decade ago and it's gone okay. So then the NFL finally took the money. They built a stadium for the Raiders. This is the first year you've had fans and real a real NFL season. Because last year with COVID, it was the world was still locked down. Yeah. So this is the first full year you've had at a pro team in Vegas, an NFL team, the highest level of sports. And this happened halfway through the first year. And th- I saw a picture of the guy. It looks like he's in a wheelchair because he kind of hurt himself. I don't think he critically hurt himself. He's in a neck brace. He's in a neck brace and he's got and he looks like he has at that point sobered up and has a full understanding of what he has done. Oh, it's so he it's looks terrible. He looks absolutely defeated. And for that purpose, I hope that he's, I don't really advocate for him to spend the rest of his life in jail. That's a guy who probably should spend the rest of his life going around and advocating, like, advocating don't do what I did. Don't, yeah. He needs to be, I know that they have a program for the NFL players when they come into the league for like financial planning and stuff like that. That guy needs to be in that group. That's telling you guys, telling these guys, and if you're going to draft a guy into Vegas, you need to have. He was drafted into Oakland. Well, if you, yeah. The Raiders organization is, is a mess right now, right? Two weeks ago, John Gruden quit over some. Uh, Ten-year-old emails. Some emails that, that were not uh, not or, inclusive. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, he this year, it turns out he's got the first gay, openly gay player in the NFL uh, in, uh, in Carl Nassib. Uh, and now you've got this, this disaster, but they keep winning. So that's good for the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a playoff team. I saw the, I saw the hunter. And that's one thing that people are going to have to think about now with cars is they're like planes. They have data recorders. And so we have it's true. You can't hide how, from what was the last time that we really had a wreck and you knew you had mile an hour statistics, top speed here, two seconds later, got down to here. Boom. Airbags go off. Like, I guess all of the cars are doing that or recording that, but maybe it's not always released. I bet that they're getting a lot better at it in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's not getting, you're not getting released. Like black box? Yeah. Now? Oh, yeah. The ECU they're recording, or is all, recording that all that information. Yeah. And so, and this, I'm sure that car had OnStar and everything else being brand new. Yeah. I'm sure it had complimentary OnStar, so every bit of that was immediately available. Yeah. They probably That's could tell insane. you where it came from. Yeah. Ooh, not good. I hope, yeah. I hope that they find some. I hope that that guy could learn. I mean, that's a rough lesson to learn at 22. That's a big mistake. He needs make. to do some time. I mean, yeah, he, he needs, needs to do to, something. He needs like, to see the inside of a prison cell. I think that's for sure. Yeah. He's going to be, it's going to be a while. I mean, that's, that's manslaughter. 
So the team to, cut him immediately. Get more than what Caitlin got. The, the team didn't even wait for like the investigation or anything. They said, no. "Nope, he's done." It was because there's there was enough information out. Clearly, I mean, he's got to go through a trial. But the mile an hour was out. Like the first article I saw had all of the speed and everything, and the fact that it was there's a fatality. And so, yeah, not, they didn't waste any time. They don't have. They're running out of uh, points to score to cash in for good good faith with the community. I bet. That's rough. That's a rough yeah. one. Okay. By request, by Patreon request. We do things for our patrons. By the way, it is my three-year Facebook anniversary right, with Andrew Bowman. Before we get into this, I just want to say that I don't think we should participate in this request <laughs> because Andrew Bowman had the opportunity to drive to the studio every week and do a racing-themed podcast. I don't think he's turned it down yet. He did turn it down. He said, I'm not driving to Newcastle every week. It's too far for me. Don't kill Gulfstream yet. He teased it last week. Don't kill the dream. You're pronouncing it dead before it's dead. I'm pronouncing Andrew's involvement dead. Not not the podcast itself. Uh, I'm just saying that if Andrew really cared about... I mean, he might show up as much as you do, like once every few weeks. He could. That would be good. Maybe if he could come on like once a month. Every so often. He's a contributor. They got some time to figure it out. The season's ending. Yeah. Mm. They'll be all right. So So he can talk about this on his own podcast. Potentially. But he's a a patron. He's a donor. And it's exciting. It's timely. Five names in here. And I have no idea who any of them are. You've had the show notes for two hours. I want you to do a little Googling. I'll, I'll help explain. We'll talk. So this is the, the final I'm not weekend. I'm going to Google any of these people. This is the final weekend. Uh, you write it down. Take note. Oh, the amount I them, care about NASCAR is negative. You'll get some big news stories on at least two of them. The, uh, the, there are four people going for the championship in NASCAR this weekend. They're in Phoenix, Arizona. And basically, whoever finishes the highest amongst the four drivers that are listed, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., and Denny Hamlin, any one of those three, I do four, know who Chase Elliott is. Any one of those like. four win the race or finish ahead, they're going to be the champion. Chase Elliott's last year's NASCAR champion. His dad, Bill, is an awesome Bill from Dawsonville, one or two time NASCAR champion himself. A couple Daytona per- 500. Perennial. Uh- Fan favorite. Mr. Uh, yeah, he's the uh, most popular driver. Here's how he took himself out of the, the running. I did not realize that NASCAR was a series and that there was a person that was the champion at the end of a season. NASCAR is I just thought is it was a, like, we just do a race and you won the race. Good job. NASCAR is a governing body, just Nash- like just like USAC. Yeah, the National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing. That's So that's NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have three top divisions. So they have the Cup Series. They have the Xfinity, which people my age would call it the Bush series, and they have the truck series. So those are the top three national touring series. So the absolute high-end pro baseball, Daytona 500, Major League Baseball quality is is NASCAR Cup. Used to be Sprint Cup, Winston Cup, Nextel Cup, but now it's just Sprint Cup. And they've got like three or four percenting sponsors. So Chase Elliott won the championship last year. Kyle Larson runs for the same team, Rick Hendricks, Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, which is, you remember the name Jimmy Johnson, you remember the name Jeff yep. Gordon, you remember, you know, yep. remember Daryl Waltrip or Ricky Rudd or Kenny Schrader. But those are all old Hendrick Motorsports guys. Uh, so the Elliott and Larson both are there. And then Joe Gibbs of the NFL and uh, and of NASCAR, Joe Gibbs Racing, has uh, Martin Truex and Denny Hamlin. So uh, Larson's never won a championship, but he's won like 10 races this year. He's been unbelievable. No, and Larson's is a story of kind of coming back. So he was in when they were doing the online racing. 
COVID. COVID. They couldn't COVID, race online. They were doing like or in person. iRacing. He was on a private uh, radio broadcast with his spotter or whatever. And yeah, I remember Used that. the N-word. And yep. like his had to put up two houses for sale, got fired. He lost his, his, his ride with Chip Ganassi and took, McDonald's. Took a year off, obliterated. The, the USAC local, world, the, the USAC world, just obli- like was, went on a tear. If you think I'm uh, making a mistake saying USAC, I'm not an idiot. I'm just making fun of Dakota. This yeah, is big. USAC. Go back to the first Kyle Robbins episode when we all laughed. So then the greatest thing, it turns into a positive for him because he gets picked up by Hendrick and has been on an absolute. He went from a mid pack car to the top tier, uh, top end, and the show New York yeah. Yankees, Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers, like the creme de la creme. He's gone three in a row f- twice this year, which is the first time that's happened. I think since like I see since like nineteen eighty since Dale Earnhardt, yeah, <laughs> in like thirty years. So Ryan Truex won the uh, won an underdog championship for uh, Furniture Row Racing out of uh, out of Colorado, and then uh, when that team went away, they basically got picked up by uh, by that that nineteen team got rolled in at uh, at Joe Gibbs Racing, and then Denny Hamlin, his uh, he's been like the the bridesmaid for the last 15 years. He's always been right up there, but he's never won his championship. And he's, his emotions are starting to, to wane a little thin. He's so a you guys going to pick a champ. Yeah. I'm, 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 li- I'm laying it out here for you and it, you're going to pick one too. You're going to circle a name just cause you can. So it's, it's right. Elliot last Chase year's Elliot. champion, Chase Elliot, Kyle Larson. That's the only name I recognize. True X Hamlin. All right. So he's going to take, uh, he's going to take Elliot. I'm going to take, so it's, it's Dakota. He's going to go chase. You got a uh, you got somebody uh, you want to have uh, there, Mister Burton. Man, if I'm going to get first round, I'm taking Larson. You want Larson? That's a good choice. My second pick would be Truex. I'm taking Truex. Okay, I oh. think Hamlin's too hot headed. <laughs> so I don't know if he's emotionally ready for. for <laughs> Are we put money down on this. I not sure. Five bucks. A hit. You want you want five bucks, Zach? I'll put five bucks. In. Five bucks in. Okay. All right, and we'll give uh, we'll give Bowman Hamlin. All right. If uh, if it doesn't work out, we're going to send five bucks to Bowman, and if not, he he owes one of us five bucks. I like that. Yeah. That works. All right. We got a bet. We got ourselves a bet. So uh, here we go. Rick Hendrick was asked because there was an incident at Martinsville, short track race last weekend, high drama. Denny Hamlin versus Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman is one of the other Hendrick drivers. There's four of them. Hamlin was leading. He needs to he needs to finish up front. It's Martinsville. People want to win this grandfather clock you get for being a <laughs> FU comes from Bowman. <laughs> he does not like having his pick. That's what you get, man. You're part of the show. Everybody else took somebody. You get Hamlin. You got you got Denny. It's and after you, eight o'clock. So you, just because your driver was a little bitch last year or last week on the, on, after the race. <laughs> I can't stand Denny. This isn't fair. All right. So last last week at Bowman. Not Bowman. Yeah, it was Bowman. And, uh, Alex Bowman. Yeah. I got two Bowmans in my head now. Alex Bowman in the 88 Hendrick Chevy. Is it the 88? No, he's in the 48 now. I don't even. I can't, he's in, I, he's I, in the old Jimmy Johnson car. He's He gets underneath of it for like five laps. He's trying. It's like a paperclip. Tiny little racetrack. Bull ring. Two drag a lot of, with a lot, of a lot of bumping and grinding and stuff going on. So he's Hamlin's leading. Bowman is inside of him and finally runs out of patience. Acts like, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to hit you. And he spins him out with like five laps to go. So Hamlin, <laughs> Hamlin gets wrecked, gets out of the car. Actually, it went after Bowman's collecting that like he goes, goes to try to get this checkered flag. He won the race, stops up front, stops on the checkered flag, whatever. Hamlin pulls up, hits his car with his car. Like mm. he, he does the whole thing. You ain't bumping, you ain't racing. 
I mean, I like the term that uh, that Joey used in his podcast to talk about. It. He said he canceled his burnout. Like he showed up and this like guy turned around to do a burnout, and there's Denny, and Denny's like, "No, you're not. You're not celebrating." And then he went off. He went off in this post race interview, and so referred to him. Referred he called to, him a hack. Called him a hack. He says that Alex Bowman's nothing but a hack. His teammates won like ten races. Um. This year, everybody's winning but him, and he's 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 running ninth or tenth, and he's a hack. So his car owner, legendary car owner Rick Hendrick, bajillionaire himself, Rick says, uh, "Alex has won four races this year, and Denny's only won two. So I want more hacks like like <laughs> yeah. Alex. If that's a hack, I want yeah. more of those. <laughs> Which is if you're gonna, throw in some shade. If you, well, if you're going to insult a guy, I found the I found the video here for Dakota. Obviously, on the podcast, you'll have to search for it yourself." But uh, forty eight on the eleven, and he just he just went in there a little deep and turned him. That's uh, it's typical for the track. This is not a surprise. And uh, Denny was uh, Denny was mad as hell. It affected Denny's race, but it didn't affect Denny. Denny was already into the Denny made the made the he's already in the, made final, the final four. four. He's going to be fine. And <laughs> the most hilarious part of it, everybody only sees what they see from their seat, right? But Denny's done the same thing in the last like three years. He's done the same thing. Oh yeah, they're like twice himself. Instantly, and NASCAR fans are diehard enough that there's instantly like, oh, he says that that's not good. How about this? And they have got like four <laughs> clips of every driver doing the same thing because cups turned into like demo derby at times. There's it, not a lot of cool heads prevail. It is not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. Try to find the uh, the little replay from after after the race here for uh, for Dakota, but I may not. I haven't seen that yet. I, I may heard, not be able to cue it. I up. heard Mr. Molinaro and. Mr. Daly's description of it and it sounded rather entertaining. But Let's see. They generally NASCAR is okay with bumping during the race, but after the race, they generally want you to park your car. When when people start taking <laughs> seat, when, te- when people start taking seatbelts off, it turns into a it, they get they get real mad yeah. about you taking any extracurricular activity. So here we go. I got the uh, the video queued up here in the studio, and you can see that uh, Bowman was basically pulling down on the front stretch. He was he's stopping at the start finish line to. Uh, to grab us up, Zach, you can come around here if you need to, if you can't see it. But he's basically just starting, stopping on the start finish line to do an interview and to grab the grab the checkered flag. Seatbelts are probably off, and Hamlin parks in front of him. Ham, uh, Bowman like turns, gets the hell out of there, says fine, whatever. And then Hamlin then drives straight to the nose of his car. This is amazing, though. <laughs> and is... then starts shoving him down the front stretch. I really, I mean. They started doing a reverse tug of war. Yes. With cup cars. Yes. And then somebody, and the whole time, I guess, on the and radio. In the radio, Hamlin's people off. are telling him, Diddy's hey, radio guys remember big, the bigger big picture. picture, man. Big picture. As in, you don't want to be suspended for the for the last race of the year. You can win your championship next weekend if you don't do something really stupid right now. And so, Bowman's yeah. not even in the running. No, he, no. Missed, he missed out. But if he had, he basically, he missed out. Uh, they went from like 16 to 12 to 4 or whatever to, very, to 8 very to 4 and he got dropped out at some point so he didn't make it through. Uh, full it's full drama though. They've done a great job. IndyCar doesn't need all that. They still had their championship come down to the final the final race uh, without the uh, without all these fanciness but uh, yeah. Got us talking about it. Oh yeah, it it means I hadn't seen it. That's entertaining. It's super I bet the fans were loving that. I think NASCAR probably loved it too. Oh, they, they, just, they just can't say it out loud. They probably say, "Hey, we're going to charge you fifty thousand dollars. You're already going to donate it to what charity? Do you want us to give that fifty thousand dollars to? Because we have to do something." But we we're they're promoting have, it all week. But we're going to have it in every reel. Like we're going to use that for the next twenty years. Like, what is, What is Clarkson's farm? This is for Zach. Oh. He's been 
evangelizing, proselytizing Clarkson's Farm to me for weeks. So and I finally watched the first episode last okay, night. Okay, so there used to be a show on BBC, BBC America called Top Gear. There were three hosts. And it oh, was yeah. Jeremy Clarkson, show. James May, and Richard Hammond. And then they eventually got fired because Clarkson uh, punched somebody off the set over <laughs> over like a cold sandwich or something. He Danny Hamlin. Yeah. And so they got picked up by Amazon. And they started a show called The Grand Tour, which quickly kind of fizzled into like a one or twice a year. They do a big special. But I think mm-hmm. they've got these guys under contract. So they start giving them other gigs to do. And Clarkson owns a thousand acres in England. And his the guy who runs his farm retired. And he's like, I'll run my farm. And so it's documenting his attempts to become a farmer. He but, has no experience. Like no experience. And like even less experience than Mark Brim. Because he lived in London <laughs> and is a loaded millionaire for the last couple of years and has been driving around burning fuel all over the world in exotic cars for for as long as I can remember. And so he it just documents his but it's it's very interesting and it's not purely entertainment like as in it's not re, it's not a reality show that's so horribly scripted that you're like You can tell that he's putting the work he's in. He's putting the work in and it is I I have not had a chance to have fellow fake farmer Cade check it out and judge Clarkson's fake farmerness, but it's pretty educational as to farming because he's bumping into regulations. They're talking about soil quality and how they're doing things. He's having to buy the equipment. Um, and so like the first thing he tries to do is he tries to store, I think it's uh fer- fertilizer fertilizer in the same barn as his hay. And they're like, you, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> and they're like, why? And the guy said, well, it's a regulation, but honestly, it's a really good regulation. You shouldn't be doing that. But it goes into, he kind of turns into a steward of the, he's got this huge property and there's some woods on it. And so he like, he builds a lake. It shows him thinning out the woods. He said, this is actually good. This is what we're supposed to do. And I get all this wood out of it, but look at the woods. You can't tell a difference. And it's really interesting because you learn a lot. Um, you learn enough to be a farmer, no, but you pick up a lot. Like it, I didn't know what a tram line was. You learn about tram lines and why you can't just drive the tractor the way you want to drive the tractor when you plow fields because then you can't figure out what you're doing later. They they found it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. He and bought the most ridiculous tractor. That's the that's the only Jer- fully Jeremy Clarkson thing he does in it is that you really could watch the show and have zero idea who he is. And why he has, why he is able to buy a thousand acres of UK farmland in 2008, except that he's, they say, go buy a tractor. He buys a Lamborghini tractor because that's where Lamborghini came from. Right. Lamborghini, Lamborghini. Lamborghini they, they was still a, make tractors. They still make tractors. Lamborghini, Lamborghini was, and it's not only is it a tractor, it's a monster of a tractor. And huh. every time anybody looks at it the first time, they're like, your tractor is way too big. And then he can't get into places. It's tearing stuff up because it's too big. And they're every, in the UK and nobody knows how to work on it. Nobody knows how to work. And, all the, and it's in, but he bought it at Germany, I think. So all the dash displays are in German. German <laughs> and Italian. <laughs> yeah, it's Lamborghini. That's really funny. Because, I mean, the quick 15 minute side stories, Lamborghini was created because Lamborghini bought a Ferrari. Didn't like yeah. it. Didn't like something about it. Said, hey, you should improve that. I think it was the clutch or something. And he's like, hey, you build tractors, I'll build for, I'll build sports cars. You stay in your lane, essentially. And so Lamborghini cars were born, but yeah, so it's in, in forget this, who I was, li- I've listened to way too many podcasts, but someone was talking about, they got a guy. You never to- listen to enough podcasts, yeah. sir. How no, dare you? No. And I've had so much IndyCar content, but somehow that Clarkson's farm came up. I'm trying to think of where it came up on, but they talked about, oh, it was on, uh, he hires a farm hand to help him, Caleb. 
Caleb is the most brilliant casting ever. And somebody talked about that there's a skill involved with finding normal people who are brilliant on camera. And Caleb is fantastic. So yeah, it's it's a fun show. It's but it's not all. He starts his own store, the Diddly Diddly Squat Farm store. Have you watched the entire series? Yeah, I've you're done. done. Yes. Yeah. How many episodes are there? I like I got like eighty percent of the first eight episode. or ten. So it's like ten hours of homework. To they're, watch fil- this. they're filming season two already. It's not too. It's light. It's pretty light. I mean, there's some. It shows some of the, the rough parts. It of actually, farming. sounds interesting because it, it goes that. into like it because it. They go into it before COVID, and then COVID hits. But oh, it, it's before COVID. It, 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 it COVID starts during the show, so like during filming, they're doing it hits on the COVID thing, and so then it goes into it goes into yeah, like we were supposed to get all this stuff done, and then it rained for six weeks, and they had like the rainiest season that they'd ever had in like the history in like recorded history, and like they were so this is start it starts in September of twenty nineteen, yeah. And it rolls in through the uh, it rolls through a whole okay. year, so it does get interesting because he he if you know Jeremy Clarkson, he's like I've smoked a, I've smoked like a quarter <laughs> of a million cigarettes in my life. I'm overweight. I'm this. He's like if I get it, I'm he's dead. like I'm dead. <laughs> he tells he tells his farming, and he's got a guy that comes in and gives him all the financials. Like this is what you need to do, and this is how you're going to do it. And so it's I mean that's interesting entertainment. If people have time to, I'm going to have finally have some time after I'm done camping to sit down and watch some shows. But I knocked that one out when I was. Laid up with my sprained ankle. I watched almost the entire season in one day. Wow. You got time to rewatch it now. Yeah. All right. With that, we probably need to move ourselves into final thoughts. Zach, what uh, what do you got for me, man? The Colts-Jets game just started. You've got a you got a big prediction on the. Uh, I haven't watched a minute of football this year. I haven't. I've been camping every year, every weekend since the football season started. I know. Me too. <laughs> I so, know. So I'm, I'm going to enjoy the weather. Uh, got to L&K. They still got beef for sale. And uh, they had some sales today, I think. They had some beef boxes, but I think they sold them all. But other than that, yeah, enjoy the weather. It's fall. It's going to be cold soon. So Last weekend, fall just felt like crap. All the leaves were falling down. It was It was awful. raining. I'll tell you what, though. And then it rained some more, and then, and then it would stop, and it would rain some more. Peak color is like now, and normally peak color is over yeah. by now. Yeah. We, the, and last weekend's usually the kind of weekend that ruins it, because... I've ta- I don't know if I talked about it here. Usually what happens here is the leaves get p- pretty colors. They start to kind of die. And then we get a weekend like we had last weekend where they all it just fall rains. Off. And then literally it's like Friday, everything's gorgeous. Monday, it's death. Everything's dead. Everything's gray. Everything's wet. And I thought that might happen. But we're still getting some colors, so that's nice. My drive home from Spring Mill on Sunday was as pretty of a drive in Indiana as I've had a long time. Went up through Bedford on 37, came across 50. Absolutely gorgeous. Between Bedford and Brownstown on on fifty was was spectacular. Yeah, we drove by a pumpkin patch on the way home. I didn't know which way you went. I turned the wrong way out of the park to go that way. But I was like, whatever. I still two lane. I did like twenty miles of interstate. The rest was highway. Yeah, it was a good time. Yep, no interstates for us last weekend. Or well, on the way home. D squared. What do you got, man? I want to give a shout out to Zach Lohorn. I had some more tattoo work done. Uh, you running week. out of you running out of space. I am. And he thinks I, I got one more session, one more full day left, and then we might have to come back and do some touch ups. So maybe take that jacket off. I don't see yeah. it. Pull, maybe, it pull, uh, pull that jacket one off. One and a half. But if, you're, if you can get your, your, we were your have... screwed up thumb to work enough to get that off, <laughs> <laughs> let, let Zach know if you need to pull on something. Man, you got a lot of shading going on now. It's looking good. 
Got a nine. You got a nice. Uh, you got a snake. You got, is that the the devil? Is that uh, are you a Satan worshiper there with your serpent? You got a. You got a. All right. So the arrow is piercing the snake. The snake's pissed off. It's going through. It's it's going through a skull. The healing's looking good though. It's not. It's not that bad at all. It's looking pretty decent now. Yeah, I decided to do this thing that I saw on an internet thread. Um, my healing didn't do too hot. You want to take a picture of that and drop it into the Patreon? This? Yeah, the new side, new stuff. Uh, it's really hard to get a picture of. I sent it to you guys in a group chat, but I know I'm just saying in the Patreon I can, I can for those throw that for those there. folks. I mean, it's it's premium content. But the healing didn't do too well on this side and stuff, uh, and um. The best healing I've ever had is on my thigh, and this one healed up well, but he used something called Second Skin, which is a Saniderm product. Mm-hmm. Air can get in, but moisture and stuff can't get out, so it locks in all that good plasma and the juices that your body produces to help heal, and you keep that on for a while, but obviously, a section like this, you can't do that, and um, I used like a couple of different ointments on this, and I did that. On other tattoos, and I always had little spots not heal well. I read on Reddit something called dry healing, and it's basically you follow all the other proper healing techniques, which is washing it with antibacterial soap so that you can stave off any infection um, a few times a day, making sure that you either keep it out of the sun or you wear really loose clothing so that you don't rub it um, wrong or you know get some dirt or dust in it because it is an open wound and you need to take care of it as such and uh usually they'll tell you to put like a thin layer of lotion on it but that's super hard to judge how much is a thin layer of lotion right and so people there's this thought in certain communities that hey your body knows how to heal wounds it does it all the time so just keep it clean so that you can stave off infections and then let your body do its thing I mean, it's not doing a real good job without thumb of yours. Yeah. It sacrificed the thumb. <laughs> I've been doing that on this, and you can definitely see, like, yeah, this it looks, part's... That part's healing much better than the other This part's side. pretty uh, much healed and versus this one, and it there's definitely some better contrasts in healing. So I don't know, maybe the ointment that I'm... Or the lotion I was using was... Maybe I, I was screwing up and putting it on too thick. Maybe it's got alcohol or parabens. So will Zach go back issues. in and... Uh, yeah. And and update that a touch? Yep. We're going to be filling in all the empty spaces on January 10th. Joe Tompkins says there should be uh Jeremiah Explains Tattoos uh, podcast. Yeah. There's going to be... Uh, we're filling in all the empty spaces January 10th, and then I'll probably come back for another half day, so four hours, and he'll be putting in some uh, higher contrast and uh, things and then doing some white. We actually got to a point where he was putting white ink in this one. You can see it like these areas where the contrast seems higher. It's because he went in and put white in some places where it would just be skin tone. Yeah, I'm really happy with that. And I'm also happy with the dry healing. Maybe whenever I go and see Zach, he's going to tell me I was an idiot for trying that. But I mean, I don't know. I haven't asked him about it. I just kind of. It looks like it did great. It's doing really well. It looks like it's good. Shocked. And this is uh, last week, right? You got it on Friday? Yeah, Friday. Friday last week. So you're six days in. It looks, uh, looks fantastic. I do have some heavy scabbing. The only thing about the dry healing is that it itches way more. So, like, it itches like crazy. Usually you put the lotion on. Have you been itching it with your right thumb? No. 
Usually you you put the lotion on and it makes that itching die down because it's not so dried out and everything. But I used to get poison ivy really, really bad as a kid. So I'm pretty good at just ignoring itches. So maybe if you don't, maybe if you're not good at that, then don't try the dry healing. Well, that's good to know. That's my final thoughts. All there's right. a, there's another person out there that's heavily tattooed that's like, I've never heard about dry healing. Thanks for telling me that, Dakota. And to that listener, you're very welcome. Cade. And yeah, Cade and Andrew <laughs> Bowman. Cade is uh Cade's out there in the uh, in the tractor, just uh, just just trapped doing his best Jeremy Clarkson. As Cade finally listens to this, he I pull up that Amazon Prime and just watch uh, watch watch some of Clarkson's farm. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself. We we've camped it for so many weekends in a row now. I don't know what the following weekend's going to look like. I'm I'm having an existential crisis trying to decide. I guess I'm going to have to sit at home and do nothing. I haven't uh I haven't had an unprogrammed weekend in like 6 months, so I I don't know what the hell to do with myself. It's going to be fun. Well, yeah, the last time hilarity will ensue, I'm sure. Yeah, September 24th was the last time I was home. <laughs> On a weekend, and that was gone the weekend before that camping, and so I've been home two weekends since the beginning of September, since Labor Day. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I I'm the same. I've been winterize. That's what I'm going to do. (sighs) Prep it to go. Mine goes in. Mine goes into storage clean. So I'm going to give mine a good scrub. The last time I didn't camp was September 10th. It was the last weekend I didn't camp. All right. With that, we will uh, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, as we're watching, I'm wearing my Colts shirt. Go Colts! There's uh, tied zero zero. Nine minutes to go in the first quarter. <laughs>